In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Ah, uh, it's a Thursday. Sixty-four degrees here on Columbus Road. And guess what? They're saying it's not going to get much warmer. Seventy uh, it peaks at. That's only six degrees warmer. But mostly sunny today. And looking ahead, mercy. I'm looking all the way a week out. And they're, they're saying it's not even going to get anywhere close to the 80s. It's a, that's really weird, man. Um, is that the way it's read all morning for you, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, I think we've seen the last 90-degree day yesterday well, until probably next late spring, early really? summer maybe. Wow. Uh, that's what a lot of meteorologists are saying anyway. So we're getting the 70s, mid-70s this weekend, and then again next weekend. But we're going to go back down into the 60s through the week next week. I'm going to have to start to look for my jackets, huh? Yeah. And uh, Saturday shaping up to be a pretty nice day for Ohio football Saturday afternoon. 74. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be pleasant. Yeah. Um, Football Friday night games tomorrow night. See, I'm I'm looking, looking forward nice. to the OU game. What time is it? Two o'clock. Two o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, Mark and Mindy Heflin and I are going together, and maybe somebody else as well. No TV, so if you want to see the game, go to Peden Stadium. Well, I mean, there's. There's nothing like attending it. Um, I mean, I, of course, we watch games on TV, but if you can attend it, man, it's so much cooler. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. It's just, you know, when you walk into the opening of the stadium, whether it's there or the Horseshoe in Columbus, mm-hmm. like I did this past Saturday. Or e- or even uh, the, the same is true at... Um, um, all the basketball arenas. Oh, and, yeah. You know? Yeah. Being there is so cool. Yeah. You just walk in and, uh, you know, you're outside and mauling around and visiting with people, seeing people out in the lobby or yeah. in the football case out in the parking lots or on the way in maybe or walking toward the stadium. But when you get in there, you know, there's the field, there's the basketball court, whatever it may be. The baseball stadium, man, it's like you're there. For it's, sure. It's real. Well, anyway, uh, let's see. Ohio plays who on? Um, Fordham. Fordham, that's right. Yes. And help me with that a little further. Fordham is where? Um, I'm not sure where it is, but I'm going to look it up because do, I meant do, to do that yesterday. Do a little Googling there. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. But our internet is waving its white flag at me for the moment well not white flag how about a caution flag 
<laughs> here we go. All all the different internets we have out here, and it, you're having a problem today? No, it's just a little bit slow. It's still waking up. I think it was out at maybe Wino Wednesday last oh. night. Oh. Did, by the way, did you go Wino Wednesday? Of course. Last evening? Okay. Fordham is a top-ranked Catholic university in the Bronx in New York City. New York City. Yeah, 15,000 students. Huh. Well, cool. Yeah. In the Bronx. Yes. Fordham All right. University nickname is the Rams. The Fordham Rams. Yes. Let's hope the Bobcats ram the Rams this Saturday. They need a win. Lost two by yeah, big know, scores the last two weeks in a row. As you brought it up, what their nickname was, it occurred to me they could be the Fordham 150s. Could be. Let's see. Or, yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. Oh, it was I thought it might be a little tougher to understand. Oh, no. So yeah. I didn't use it. No, I got it. Okay. <laughs> As we, or look. the Fordham F-150s. That would have made it much more obvious. Yeah. Or okay. if you look out to the sign over there at the dealership next door, it's right there. Displayed Ram. Ram. Out front there where it says Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, oh. Ram. Okay, but is Ram a Ford product? That's a it's it's their own line of vehicles. Ram trucks. Okay. I what rented a, one one time and man, I loved it. Made me want to get one. Cool. <laughs> yes, Fordham Rams coming into town this weekend for the Bobcat football game. Oh, they are the Rams. They are the Rams. Now I got myself all confused oh, with my. the F-150s and all that. Oh, my. Good thing you're streaking out. You'll be telling people going in, hey, we're playing for F-150s today. <laughs> They'll be looking at you pretty funny. What? Yeah. Well, they it's look at tailgating. me kind of funny anyway. <laughs> be been out tailgating too okay, long Okay, so again. you've been saying it's... <laughs> it's uh, so all morning long you've been talking about hobbits. A little bit. Not all morning, just couple times well just i don't know when i was listening yeah what is a hobbit <laughs> besides i mean like uh scratching your elbow um well no is that a hobbit no a, a hobbit oh that's a habit yeah that's that's a habit okay so what's a hobbit um do you do you remember the book uh the lord of the rings well, or The Hobbit. I remember movies. I don't remember books real well. They're fictional people, actually. As J.R.R. Tolkien wrote about them yeah. many times in The Hobbit. And uh, Wasn't there a movie with this? There sure was, okay. yes. Okay. There's also The Hobbit. Hobbits in uh, The Lord of the Rings. Bilbo, yes. Bilbo yeah. Baggins okay. was one of the main people in so, that. Do hobbits have, are, are hobbits all look kind of alike, or are they yeah. are they varied? Yeah, they're some are big, some are small. No, they're about half the average human height, and uh, you know there could be varieties of them. You know, just like there are varieties of humans. Well, I'm half the average human height. Well, you would maybe fit hobbit height then. At least I'm half of Sky's height, you know, <laughs> next door. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, let's skip all of this. Okay. So it's it's Hobbit Day today. Yeah. Uh, among other things, it's National States and Capitals Day. It's Car Free Day. I don't understand. Let's go on. It's National Ice Cream Cone Day. Boy, there's a bunch today. There's American Business Women's Day. I'm sure you know some successful American business women. Yes, of course. It's Obtumnal Equinox. Now, isn't that when it means spring ends and fall begins? Summer ends and or, fall I, begins. I, I meant... Summer, you're right. Yes. Tonight at 9.03. Oh, there's a time to it as well. Yes. Tonight at 9.03 p.m., obviously, since it's tonight, autumn begins. I'm going to put that in my phone. That we say bye-bye to summer. Set the alarm. (laughs) 9.03 tonight. Yes, 9.03 p.m., Eastern Daylight Time. It officially becomes fall. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Interesting. National Elephant Appreciation Day. I thought, are there more than one day for that? I thought, I thought there were many Elephant Appreciation Days. Well, there could be. Have you ever had a chance to be close in touch and in Kind of get to know an elephant? Um, not on a personal basis. Didn't get to know one. But, yes, I've been close to one and touched one. They are... Very gentle. They are really cool. Gentle giants. Until they get really upset. I'm not... Then you better run. I'm not sure why. But years ago when I worked at Playhouse on the Green, which is... North of Worthington, but south of Delaware, right on Route 23, High Street. We had a pet elephant. Over the years that I worked there, we had a variety of unusual pets. But I will remember this pet elephant. It really was smart. And it got to know people. And it could show emotions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, have you ever heard the phrase, they've got a memory like an elephant? They are smart creatures. And there was one of my tech guys it didn't like. But that's the only one I can remember that had any trouble with it. Otherwise, it just really... It liked the actors and actresses. It liked the, the, the food staff that provided concessions. It pr- liked. Uh, it really liked my shop workers. In the t- in the uh, theater shop. Well, anyway. National Elephant Appreciation Day. National Centenarians Day. Centenarians. There, I'll s- pronounce it properly. So that would be people who are 100 years of age? I do believe so, yes. National Girls' Night. 
Oh. Uh-oh. 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 There you go. Are you going to be out carousing tonight then? Well, yeah, but not. I didn't have that in mind. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, dear no. Diary Day. You leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, I should. Dear Diary Day. I have. I've never had any interest in keeping a diary. Have you? No. I did. I remember as a kid, maybe for a day or two, but then I thought this this is not doing anything for me. What's the benefit of doing so? I I don't know. Now, I could guess... You know, that you write about, that you're distressed about something, that, and then somehow or other you get over it, and you learn that that item that you cited can be overcome, can be outgrown, can be whatever. Yeah, maybe for maybe some type of mental health therapy, if uh, someone doesn't have anyone to this, talk to that they trust. Google, so. do this. Okay. Why, why do people keep diaries okay i just found this top eight benefits to keep a journal or a diary keep your thoughts organized diaries help us to organize our thoughts and make them apprehensible uh improve Appre- your writing wait, 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 wait. Apprehensible. apprehensible okay to be apprehensive about something understanding well no to have a little bit of skepticism to pull back maybe from something. Okay. okay. I'm a little apprehensive about doing oh, this. Oh, yes, yes. There we go. Something like that. Uh, improve your writing. Set and achieve goals. Record ideas on the go. I know people who do that. You know something. Put a note in my pocket sometimes something. when I think of something. You reminded me of something that I'm a little concerned about. Apprehensive about, are we? Well, I okay, don't know about ahead. apprehensive. But, okay. Um, handwriting. My handwriting is uh, not good anymore. I don't, you know, I've been working on some legal stuff, and I don't think I've seen my signature the same twice. And I'm troubled by that. Mercy, all the checks I have to sign for paying bills monthly for the radio station and, well, for the home too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet if you had 20 of them in a stack, no two would look alike, my signature. I'm not sure if that is uncommon, though. The older we get, you know, I've noticed that on people I've known for a while. They write it, differently. It, it used to look I, almost like a stamp. It was perfect. But not anymore. Well, anyway, so much for that. Okay, let's see. Dear Diary D. Well, I've got a couple more here. Okay. Um, what is the topic? I've forgotten already. Benefits to keeping a journal oh, or a yes. diary. Oh, yes. Okay. 
to record ideas on the go. And that's, as I mentioned, sometimes if I think of something, I'll jot down a note and stick it in my pocket. Oh, I keep lists all over the place. Yeah, or I'll write down something in here. Look I, here. I've got some lists here. To, yeah. So I'm grabbing well, my phone. I'll put something on my this? phone. Here's a, pro, a little software thing called Checklist, right? Yep. So I go to it, and I have tasks, which means daily. Breakfasts, these are places that I like eating breakfast. Party line, those are shows that we have in mind, right? Topics. Dinner guests, people who, so that's a list of a bunch of people I enjoy having dinner with. Long-term shopping, financial issues, projects, exchange students, personal goals, restaurants. So these are all lists of things that I like, right, or that I need to do. So, like, if I go to tasks, Right now, I've accomplished 27 out of 56 that are on there. And there's a certain thrill to checking things off, you know? Mm, Yeah, accomplishments, achievements. So this morning when I fed the dogs and then the cat, I checked it off. Um, I checked off... um, Well, just a variety of things, right? So, even though I do it daily, there's a certain sense of accomplishment. Okay. Well, we beat that up pretty good. Oh, um, that's all right. Let's see here. National Legwear Day. Oh, wait a minute. I, I've got some more here. Well, you got you some more on yeah. the diary? Or yeah. The, uh, yeah, diary. The benefits of that, yeah, to relieve stress, which, yeah, I can understand that, to get get out something instead of holding it in. You know, you don't have anybody to vent to, so put it in the diary. Okay. Um, it also allows yourself to self-reflect, boost your memory, and inspire creativity. Okay. That's it. This next one might be harder. National Legwear Day. Legwear day, socks. Uh, yeah, I would presume there's all kinds of le- uh, legwear anymore. I don't think I own any except for socks. Seems like you know from. I mean, it, it, trousers are legwear, I guess. Are they? Well, it could be, yeah. But I think they're talking about um, like sheer uh, hosiery, tights, leggings, anklets. Anklet socks. That tends to be more feminine in my mind. Well, they say even men's, too. Men's, women's, kids' socks. That's what that's basically talking about now. So uh, more as the weather cools and, you know, we'll probably be wearing leg wear to keep it a little bit warmer. National Online Recovery Day. What are they getting at? Well, let's see what we can find. National Online. Online Recovery Day. Online Recovery Day. And then we have one more. Well, that's not on my list. How about that? Okay, so, so then the last oh, one. Oh, here it is. Hang oh, on. Okay. Now, go ahead. It'll take a second here to get this. The national one I think we can all relate to. Yum. Oh. 
You've read this already? No, I'm guessing, since we're foodies. Yeah. National White Chocolate Day. Mm-mm. Well, let's put this report away if you can find National Online Recovery Day. Got it. Um, every year, at least 17 million Americans who need help with a substance abuse, uh, if they have the problem with it, they don't get the help. And they go on to say, why? Largely because of the shame and stigma associated with substance use disorders, SUDS, and the perception that treatment is inaccessible. So on this date, September 22nd, National Online Recovery Day, reminds us that quality substance abuse treatment and recovery support is available entirely online. Yes. Offering the highest level of privacy and accessibility in order to reach the millions of people who really need it. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. That, that is, yes. Well, on this date of September 22nd, I guess that's the first time I've mentioned it today. Today is September 22nd. Of course, the year is 2022. But in the year of 1692, last people hanged for witchcraft, that eight of them, in the United States. Um, 19 hanged overall with six other deaths during the Salem witch trials. But that was the last time, 1692, that people in our nation were hanged for witchcraft. Okay. Well, there's lots of other notables, but we have a caller standing by. Good morning. Uh-oh, we lost him. Okay, folks, uh, there. Let me try to get it this time. I bet I got it. Good morning. You got it. I was thinking of a few things to mention to you. What you're doing with your cell phone or whatever is like a journal or a diary. You make lists of things, you, things you want to do, things you've accomplished, in a way, you're doing a diary. That I guess so. There is uh, when I think of diaries, I think of not lengthy necessarily, but complete sentences and things like that, and as though you're writing a story. Yeah, and and where where my lists on my cell phone are just you know one word generally lists. I think of a diary, too, mostly. But it, I get you. It, it, there something, are, yeah. something that you write in a book, but I think nowadays people do their diaries online. Mm. Ones that have the stuff that can do things online. But there is a feeling of, you know, you think of something you need to do, you enter it on your list, and then when you glance at it, it makes you make sure you remember it, and then you, the pleasure of checking it off. I know that would be the same thing you could do with a diary. You know, I guess so. Things I want to do. I get your point. And uh, speaking about handwriting, I agree with you. It, I know mine's disintegrating too. I don't know. Maybe it's something you can discuss with your counselor. What yeah. they can suggest. But I have a suggestion. Since you have so many to sign, get yourself a stamp. No, I don't feel that's proper. You think that's not Legitimate. I'm, you know, I, I think probably someone could imitate my, which would be forgery, right? 
uh, imitate my signature if they wanted to, but um, there's there's a certain legitimacy to my signing checks, and I don't want to lose that legitimacy. Have you ever seen doctors' signatures? Sure. Very incomprehensible sometimes. I got one in an email yesterday that said it was electronically generated. Right. Well, they don't even write it out. They just print it out. It's. It, I can't recognize it, although I know the person very well. well. I didn't even know you'd see any writing. A lot of times I just say, electronically signed by, and then it says the doctor's name. It doesn't have any signature at all. Oh, well. I want to <laughs> alert you to the fact that you probably already know. AutoSmarts is ending this tomorrow. Yes. Will there be anything to replace it? Um, I asked um, whatever his name is. can't think of it at the moment. And he has told me there's a program out of uh, Chicago, I think, that he's recommended. Uh, Talk about have, cars. I've not. Yeah, a car show. Yeah. Uh, a car care show. Um, I have not followed up on that yet. Um, I've liked his show, and he knows it. Um, and we've been corresponding a little bit. But um, really, I mean to, I need to get that email and hand it to Scott and let him research it a little bit. He doesn't have anything else to do here. <laughs> Speaking of other shows, yeah. Dick Bartley needs a replacement. Any luck on that? Uh, let's see. Help me, Scott. It's on Saturday mornings from 10.06 to noon. Or, no, excuse I, me. It was That's uh, Steve Downs. Dick Bartley was on from 7 to 10 on Saturdays. I think Chris is still researching. There, I think she's checked on two or three different programs, if I'm not mistaken, the, the last update I've had. And I'm not sure what they are, but it's going to be something in the same format. Yeah, I guess Tim Newsom has given up calling you about that, so I thought I'd throw it in. <laughs> and whenever you have music on and then news is close by and you don't want to start a new thing, you play wonderful music that keeps pl uh, that can be interrupted any time at the top of the hour. And a lot of times it's percussion. Is that your doing, getting all those nice little jingles and jangles and bangs and bongs? Yes. No, I, who did them? You, Scott? Yeah, I do. I do uh, most of the time. Some of them are already in the playlist, but sometimes I pick out, well, not sometimes, most of the time. Well, I, well, you, I are you talking about, like, musical instrumental stuff? Yeah, up to the yeah. up to CBS News. I'm just glancing to my right, and I saw this earlier, maybe last week sometime. There is a... On the wall, there's a list of, I'm going to say, 80 di different tunes. They're front and back on that page. Okay, so maybe more. Yeah, and there's another page behind it. That are instrumental only and can be used for backfills. And Some yet, of them are so beautiful. Yeah, well. I really love it. Well, thank you. Sometimes maybe you just need to... Yeah. Give me 15 minutes a, a day, or, and, and I'll, you know, when it, it is, and I'll tune it in. <laughs> the non-vocal hour? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I do dig your CBS News, and I 
And uh, well, we're proud of being a CBS. They do such a good job. And uh, um, two things: you know that Tanya Conrath is having a struggle to get back on the ballot. Mm-hmm. And that's got that's got to be touching our democratic hearts here <clears> and far. <throat> and finally, I want to remind you: you said on Monday you have a New York Times article on democracy. Is there any chance you could hit on that today, too? I I think it's in our thick stack here that we filled up, and frankly, I'll try to find it for tomorrow, but we're kind of set for today. Anyway, thanks for listening, and keep on playing those instrumental portions. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Um, let's see here. What do we have? It's a quarter till the hour right now. Fifteen minutes remaining in the show. Um, I did ask Scott to help me pick out a good tune to play today, and we've got it standing by. But in terms of um, historical events, we ought to kind of finish this. We only got one in so far, and that was in 1692. So now we move to the year 1792, when the French First Republic formed by the National Convention, stripping the French king of his powers. Wow, that'd be a big deal. In 1862, the U.S. president at the time, that would have been Abraham Lincoln, issues preliminary emancipation proclamation, threatening to free all enslaved people in the rebel southern states if those states fail to rejoin the Union by January 1st, 1863. So he basically gave them a like a three months notice, right? Four months, I guess. 1965, we jumped to India and Pakistan's ceasefire goes into effect, ending the Indo-Pakistani War. 1980. Iraq invades Iran in an attempt to control the Shat al-Arab waterway. I didn't say that very well. Okay, here we go. Time to help. Birthdays. Oh, this guy is really amazing. I I can, I think he's an opera singer. Yeah, Andrea Bocelli. Yes, he is. Sixty fourth birthday today. He is an Italian tenor and multi instrumentalist. He was born visually impaired with congenital glaucoma, and at the age of 12, Bocelli became completely blind following a brain hemorrhage resulting from a football accident. Now, the first malady he had was that of what? And then blindness followed? Uh, He had uh, uh, a birth defect there, congenital glaucoma. Well, that's the vision, right? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, his, um, if you've never had a chance to hear him, 
Google it. It's fabulous. Yeah. One of the three tenors, I do believe. Okay, next name. Charlotte Cooper. 1870. Born on this date of 1870. Died in 1966. 1870? Yeah. Charlotte okay. Cooper. <clears throat> oh, boy. Let's see. She was a British tennis player. <laughs> and that's about all they give me here. Uh, let me dig into that just a little bit better. Well, she is wearing, in this photo, a very dressy outfit with a, a, a very tight high collar like a button-down collar like men wear you know mm-hmm with a tie yep that was the look Charlotte Cooper she is one of only four women to have won the Wimbledon title after becoming a mother lifting the singles title in 1908 at the age of 37 she was also the oldest female champion for over 90 years until her record was broken by Martina Navratilova. Wow. Okay, uh, Anne of Cleves. A-N-N-E of Cleves. Born in 1515 on this date. Died in 1557. She was the Queen of England from January 6th to... July 12th of 1540. That short of a period of time? Hmm. She was the fourth wife of King Henry VIII. Do it. The eighth I am. Yeah, there you go. Not much is known about Anne before 1527 when she became betrothed to Francis, Duke of Bar, son and heir of Antoine, Duke of Lorraine although their marriage did not proceed. I'm lost in that, but that's okay. Me too. Okay, Michael Faraday, born in 1791, died in 1867. Born on this date in 1791, Michael Faraday. Michael Faraday was an English scientist who contributed to the study of, of electromagnetism and electrochemistry. His main discoveries include the principles underlying electromagnetic induction, diamagnetism, and electrolysis. Got all that? No. <laughs> but what was his it. most famous invention? The electric motor. Well, that's huge. Yes, indeed. Okay, two famous <clears throat> deaths to bring up. Francisco Vasquez de Coronado. They don't know his birth date, but they know he died on this date in 1554. He was a Spanish conquistador and explorer who led a large expedition from what is now Mexico to present-day Kansas through parts of the southwestern United States between 1540 in 1542, long before the British arrived and long before America became a country. Nathan Hale is our next one. <coughs> he lived a whopping 21 years. 
Born in 1755, but died on this date in 1776. Nathan Hale. He was an American patriot, soldier, and spy for the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary War. He volunteered for an intelligence-gathering mission in New York City, but was captured by the British and executed. Okay, one last um, thing to mention here. I'm disappointed they don't have um, what I consider an important piece of the information. Anyway, on this date, September 22nd, but no mention of the year, which I think is unfortunate, was the first television advertising. And it was for... And it happened in Britain. And it was for toothpaste. So the first television ad, again, we don't know what year, but it's on September 22nd. Um, and it was for toothpaste. Television. Uh, let's see, it's telling me 1955. Okay. The first ever TV ad is broadcast in the UK on ITV. The first commercial was for Gibbs SR toothpaste. That's All right. it featured was a block of ice, yes. a tube of toothpaste, and a commentary about its tingling fresh qualities. And not many people saw it. I um, I had those facts, I just didn't share right the whole thing with oh you. well but the year was what i want to send uh, it's 55 was it yes okay let's see uh, we, i think we have a caller okay let's bring me let's, let's hope so good morning good morning i just wanted to remind you folks in your booth there as well as your listeners the uh, covid19 uh, booster shot is available it's been available since the beginning of the month of the week and um, you're talking about it, the third booster Yes, that would be your, uh, well, for me, it was my fifth uh, vaccination for yes, that. Yes, yes. Yes. And you can mix and match them. I have had all mine under Moderna, but it's not available at this time, But so you can mix it with Pfizer. Mm-hmm. You know, everything I've had has been Pfizer, but there's no problem with doing the Moderna on this fifth or third booster. Right, but Moderna is not available at this time. Probably shortly it will be, but Pfizer is the first one out with that. And uh, it hurt this time, I think, for me in my arm. But uh, That's I just really a fluke. Think. That's just a it's fluke. It's no problem, though. I don't. I mean, you know, you, you can hurt with any vaccination like flu and things like that. I had um, my flu shot a week and a half ago, and they were willing to give me the... Um, the other at the same time, and I said, "No, I'll, I'll just break them up a little bit." And uh, you can't have the other; it was never available. Uh, week, COVID just became available. A so. week ago, I had the opportunity to take both, but I chose to just take one, and I'll do the other one. I hope this weekend. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to remind you folks because it's important, and we have what you call, at least in this region, probably every other region as well. We have uh, vaccination fatigue, and people are just getting weary thinking that. But it's still here. I mean, there are still people dying, 
and uh, we need to pay attention to that and to keep wearing our masks because even we, if we think we don't need it, the other people need it from you. I mean, they don't need to get your germs, especially no. if they're immune compromised. So I get, I, I get it, and I agree. I thank you very much. Both okay. of you have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Well, once again, folks, uh, if you're like me, you have this um, vaccination card that you carry. Do you have yours? Yes. Okay. So it has, at present, if you're up to date, you have four different dates listed of the COVID um, shots of one kind or another. There's now a fifth. And it has been modified and updated, and it's highly recommended. So... um, Uh, We're now eligible to receive those. And, uh, but don't forget to do your flu shot as well. They were willing to do both of those the same day on me. And I said, let me just put them a week or two apart. All right, we're getting short on time. I just saw Scott glance at his wristwatch. Um... There's plenty of hard news, but you get that from all sorts of sources, including CBS here in three minutes. But uh, some I'd like to discuss a little bit. But we we, we decided it'd be better to end things on a, a bright note, right? And so I asked Scott to pick out a, a tune that he likes. And uh, we won't get to play it all, but um, this is the way we're going to end the show today. It's Chicago. And it's Old Day. second year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. 
I'm Monica Ricks in New York. A federal appeals panel rules the Justice Department can resume its use of classified records seized from Mar-a-Lago in its criminal case against former President Trump. CBS's Bradley Blackburn reports. The three-judge panel stated in its opinion that there is no evidence that the documents were declassified. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. I declassified everything. Trump also says he didn't personally pack any of the boxes in question when leaving the White House, insisting he left that up to the presidential transition team. First-time unemployment claims are up in the U.S. The Labor Department says there were 213,000 filings last week, up from 5,000 the week before. Hurricane Fiona could hit Bermuda later tonight. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen is keeping an eye on her. Rainfall is expected to be anywhere from 2 to 4 and locally up to 6 inches of rain as it passes by Bermuda. In Mexico, police are doing wellness checks. A 6.8 earthquake hit Mexico City early this morning, killing at least one person. It follows a 7.6 quake on Monday. Authorities just nabbed Fat Leonard in Venezuela. Leonard Francis was under home arrest in San Diego when he cut off his GPS ankle bracelet and escaped earlier this month. That prompted an international manhunt. He was awaiting sentencing after pleading guilty to bribing Navy officials with prostitutes, among other things, in exchange for lucrative port contracts in Asia. CBS's Kimmy McCormick. Tesla just announced another recall. Here's reporter Jeff Gilbert. Power windows are supposed to stop when they detect an object. Apparently some of these Tesla windows don't, so the company has initiated a recall. There are no reports of real-world injuries. Tesla plans to fix the issue with an over-the-air software update. Well, this one may seem obvious, but please don't cook chicken with cough syrup. The FDA has issued a warning months after a stomach-churning video challenge began flooding social media. The recipe is called NyQuil chicken. I never want to let it sit there and sizzle for about, you know, 5 to 30 minutes. Oh, sometimes the steam really makes you sleepy. The FDA says the challenge may sound silly and unappetizing, but warns it could also be unsafe. At CBS's Deborah Rodriguez, AFC Richmond's making its gaming debut. Yeah. EA Sports is featuring Ted Lasso in FIFA 23, and you can play as your favorite character. The game goes on sale next Friday. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com credit. Into the energy savings event at Lowe's. Save energy and save money on select major appliances, including Whirlpool energy efficient appliances. You can also save with a smart thermostat. Right now, select Google Nest Learning thermostats for $60 off. Plus, find other great energy saving items throughout the store and check your eligibility for rebates in your area to save even more. Don't miss the energy savings event at Lowe's. Selection varies by location, exclusions apply. Visit Lowe's.com for details. Ballot through 928. My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure.